Man, sneaky. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. Welcome back sneaky, to sneaky. Two C's with a pod. And welcome back to you, Matt. Um, yeah. Missed you last week, man. Hope everything. Uh, know that you had, had a little uh, little family issue there. So, uh, yeah. So I appreciate you guys. Okay. And yeah, I, I always, um, yeah. And we're always blessed to have our guy on you know so living the dream he, so he came up man um you know we're gonna we're gonna have a little little barbecue competition that's that, barbecue. He's, that he's doing so we're uh we was having a barbecue mm-hmm. i'm uh i'm i'm gonna contribute the yeti cooler to the overnight events of uh of friday night so that's an important very important really um, is contribution yeah uh nephew got married over the weekend I heard this. I've seen um, some pictures. Yeah. The, uh, I feel like I'm too late to tell him maybe. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, okay. uh, yeah. So my, I'm other proud of nephew, him. Congratulations. Let me say that. It's my other nephew. McGuire gave the, the best man speech and it was a cliche written best man speech. Oh, and I was so ironically, or just, it just, that's no, how it, it came was just out. How it did, but it, he got tons of laughs. So, mm, and as uh, they do. I as was they do. wrong. I was wrong because his main go-to line was, I was going to write something heartfelt, but I'm just going to keep it uh, short and quick like my brother will later tonight. Uh, and I'm just... like, I'm like, dude, it's, it's not going to play. It's not going to play. I don't... Too many it... grandparents, too many olds. <sighs> They're all laughing, so I'm wrong. So here he is making dick jokes and hard on jokes and you know all these things, and then I get up and I'm trying to give some uh, guidance, some uh, well, as you some words of wisdom, you know, you from have the a lot old of guy. And one of the things that I, one of the tones that I was trying to set with my toast was that what you're doing is not easy. Mm-hmm. Marriage is, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's so it's difficult. Yeah. So I'm using the word hard a lot right after he makes all those dick jokes. She was. And like one of the closing lines that I had was uh, everything good is on the other side of hard. Uh, okay. So, so he just sprang. He, yeah. he, he ruined my entire speech, not my entire speech, but he ruined it with his dick jokes. And I don't know if I'm more upset that I'm upset that I'm not giving dick jokes anymore. And that I'm actually trying to give, uh, actually, <laughs> I'm not the one up there going <laughs> the right. short and quick, you know, um, exactly. So anyway, right. The, but yeah, but yeah, one of his, uh, one of his, one of his groomsmen, uh, was talking about, the Yeti coolers and uh, Matt calls me over. He's like, Hey, he says Yeti coolers aren't worth the money. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, man, the ice doesn't hold in them. Uh, you know, I've seen tests. It's like, okay. What, why are we talking about this? like, what do you, what do you want from me? Do you, do you want me to get into an argument about the Yeti cooler, the cost of a, you know, it's like, okay, well then don't go buy one. Yeah, you win. Right. Like, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, this is just a really interesting, a lot of interactions yeah. that I'm hearing at this way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. No one, no one. You know, wants to. This is one of those things where you would get on me 
And I'm just like, well, you know, when you're not poor, you can just go spend that much money on a, on a cooler and it doesn't impact yes. anything. You that know? isn't even that important. Right. It's just, I, that's what you should have said. Did you say that? No, no. Darn. I wish you would have, because that's amazing. Sometimes you just got to flex on them. And sometimes you just be like, well, you know what? You're exactly right. I bought it for, it's a total billboard. I was like, let me get the most expensive cooler so that I can pull it out here and just whip my, you know, cooler yeah. out, you know, yeah. and just show everybody really what I, that I mean business. Right. Uh, that is you, the most hysterical thing. I've always you, said that they used to talk down to our custodians and some of our custodians are the richest guys in school, you know, and I'm like, just pull your paycheck out one time and show these teachers that, that you could own them. Like we had this I, guy again, who lives out here in these huge rich, he lives in the rich neighborhood next to me. Believe me, I don't live in the rest of the neighborhood. I live in the middle, middle, you know, a middle of the road friend here, but Night next to me is where the custodian at my he he did it he did it as a retirement thing, you know, and they would just talk down to him like he was dirty, and I would be like, just one time, man, pull out your page, like just somehow flex on him. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I used to tell they, and actually this wasn't the groomsman kids was a groomsman at my nephew's wedding and my nephew. This guy used to come in, and I was like, you know, that guy's probably the that guy's probably got the most money of anybody that comes in here. Like that, that dude. I'm like, yeah. You know what he does? He owns a porta potty company. Oh, gross, uh, man. Well, <laughs> uh, what does he do? Hang out in them all day. Yeah, he he exactly. rents them like, out to people. Uh, like it doesn't, you, that's not that gross. And he also isn't the dude who's cleaning them is my guess. If he's owns the company, yeah, you missed the important part. Have you ever the, been to an event? Say, I don't know. Anywhere. <laughs> I bought. A, I had an event with the porta potty, and it changed everything. You you couldn't make it there. It was our David Mayfield concert that you you were out of town for, and right, yeah, and, yeah. and that yeah, and, and and we we decided yeah we were going to have a porta potty, and we rented one, and I it, it was a very like you it was a very clean one because it was just like fresh and brand new. It was like I didn't have to use it, and I was using it like until it was great. I just really enjoyed. I can't stress enough. If you ever get a chance to rent a porta potty for an event, and you, you maybe you don't even need it, but you're just thinking about it, it might be an experience you would enjoy. I say go. I'm gonna for get it. a porta potty just to put it on the property, just to yeah. Uh, well, you're just to have one. Guys, a situation that I know has been had has been some plumbing issues. Get this. Get this. My parents <laughs> had to have their main drain replaced. So it's your guy. What is it? You then? I had to that, have my septic the... system replaced. Right. And then they the had, it... they're the ones that planted the tree at their house. Yeah. That's what always. So what happened actually here. on theirs um, is, you know, their house was built in the, I don't know, fifties or sixties. Sure. Um, and then they had some nice trees in the yard that got taken out by a storm. So probably 20, 25 years ago, they replanted trees so when you replant a tree it's going to search for the roots are going to search for water sources and so those roots got into the the main drain of uh of their house and then you know over the last 20 25 years has just clogged it up and broke it and you know all that stuff so the home ownership is it is it is amazing nice um so I wanted to talk to you this week about the National Football League. Oh, um, the not for long league. The not for, not for long, uh, <laughs> which is apropos. 
it, it is it is apropos. Um, do we do we want to talk about the Chiefs or are we just kind of we're just gonna gloss over that? I think we could talk briefly about them, and I'm still I'm still not in burning the ships mode. And I'm still I've been very... quoting you. I have been quoting you quite a bit this week. Okay. Tell me, tell me more. I uh, me. I have told people that first of all, I will say that uh, the Buffalo Bills football team looked a lot better. They looked like the better team. <laughs> sure. They certainly did. They did to That's us what we have done to them accurate. the past handful sure. of times. Like they made our offense look average. They make made our defense look well, what they are. Um, you know, they did whatever Correct. they wanted on the real piece know, was defensively stopping our offense, which is impressive. Yeah, they did, you know, they they were able to control the game. They ran their game plan, implemented their strategy, executed that. So they looked they looked very, very good. Um but what I have told a lot of people is the Matt Campbell revenge game theory. That this is a this is a game that the nineteen ninety five Chiefs, and I think the nineteen ninety five Chiefs actually did win this game. I'm wanting to say thirty three to six on a Monday night. Exactly. That, uh, I remember it like it was just, yesterday. Just killed Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and made him look below average. Um, right. And then and it was like week five. I mean, literally, yeah. I don't remember. I mean, you have to look it up, but it's early in the season too. It's not like some sort of like late night, late of the season. Yeah, thing. it was it's like a. Yeah, it was an October game. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, I it, it scream. We're on, we what we have been on is the revenge tour, and yeah. this is what happens to you when you are good for a while. Now, but honestly, and even the new and even New England went through stretches of this. Like we think we, we want to say that New England was the one franchise that really never had this happen to them, but they did. You know, and they had bad stretches. They had stretch where they they had year where they didn't make the playoffs at times. You know, like they. I mean, we smacked and they also them. Had a, we smacked yeah. them on uh, opening night. That was the, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. they, they got their it, rings and then we, we destroyed them. And then I'm pretty sure that we lost to them later in the year. Right. I don't think we exactly. lost them in the playoffs, but it was, uh, yeah, I, but they, they still went out. I think they went on and won the Super Bowl that year, or maybe went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I have. I, I, I'm confident now. Here's the things. There's obviously, and honestly, to me, a big part of this is coaching. I'm concerned with the play calling in that, number one, it seems like defenses have caught up with what we're doing, and there doesn't seem to be like a plan B yet. And that, that concerns me because it is time for plan B. Um, the defense, everything we know about Spagnolo, it had – this is like his MO and this is exactly what his defenses do. Now, does that always happen? I mean, at some point things, yes, there's trends and eventually you go, this is who people are. This is what coaches are. This is what teams are, but like you do have to flip the switch at some point, you know? And the question is, do they have the personnel on the defensive side of the ball to do that? You know, and, and the hope is they do and the hope is they coach them up and get them there you know because again it's it does look bleak especially on that side of the ball well and here's the i guess my quick takes are the offensive line is still coming together which is what makes this offensive like i think you can cover you can take out hill and kelsey 
if you can get pressure with your front four. 100%. Which with an offensive line that's still trying to gel, that can happen. Too, so. Right? So, right. Um, so that that's part of the issue with the offense. The other thing is, is that um, they're the third person has not really stepped up to make defenses pay when they roll coverage to Hill and Kelsey, which will that be Josh Gordon? I, I don't know. I almost kind of feel like they needed somebody more like a, uh, and they, they kind of use Hill like this um, a lot of times, but they need kind of that Cole Beasley or Julian Edelman, um, uh, you know, that little over the middle West guy Walker. that, Wes Welker, yeah. There's they, been like 50 kids like that. You know, yeah, they that's need, so funny. They need somebody like that to kind of make these teams pay for, okay, well, that's fine. You want to take out the Hill and Kelsey down the field. Um, okay, well, we're just, we'll just beat you underneath with this guy at, you know, eight to 18 yards at a time, you know. Um, McCall Hardman is the disappointment. I mean, well, the thing just... about McCall Hardman is, McCole Hardman is very good once he gets the ball in his hands. Like they run those wide receiver screens to him. Like he is, he is good there. Um, they run the jet yeah. sweeps to him. He's good when he's got the ball in his hands. The issue with him is that, that I've seen is running back <laughs> making the making the catches down the field. You right. know, like if he's if he's down the field, like the routes aren't aren't there. Um, you know, Josh Gordon will help. I think. You know, is it, he? At a minimum, if he can come in and and let's let's be honest too, Josh Gordon is five years removed from being elite. Like people just assume that, know. oh man, this guy is going to, you know, he's not exactly DK Metcalf. Like time keeps going. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a Greek <laughs> god, but he does. Yeah, he, and and you're exactly right. And the idea that that's what we're hoping that will get our offense going to me, but the talent and the tools that you have, it, it's more a question of using the tools you have as opposed to getting a new tool. I mean, that's also the other piece, right? Is that this offense has proven that it can move the ball. The question is if you have to adjust how you do it. And that may be the piece. That's yeah. the thing that you don't see. And that that's that's your quarterback making adjustments too. And that may be Pat on him too at times. You know, well, and I think that to, and that he's has, always been used to playing making big plays and they aren't, they just aren't there and they're not going to come. And until you nickel and dime them to death, it's never going to. As odd as it is, you know, you hear the Chiefs take a 17 play drive for a score. That's a win for the other team. Because the thing is, is like the, the light, here's, here's the book. Here's the book on that. Let me, let me explain where I'm going here. No, I get what this team is, is showing that they're turnover prone. So it's hard to have a bad drive when you have a four play 65 yard drive. That's 15, 18, 20, 30, bing, 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 you know, whatever, right down the field. I don't think my math Matt added up there. There's probably a penalty in there is how I got to, to the math. But, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But as opposed to 17, four yard plays, teams are saying, you know what? In one of those 17, they're going to turn the ball over. Correct. They're going to get they're impatient. Also... They're going to turn the ball over. Right. Um, you know, and so like that's that's the thing with with the offense. The other thing with the offense is, you know, at, at some point, what's the running game look like? And that's where I go back to why Kareem Hunt is my least favorite player in the NFL because of how <laughs> how perfect he was for this offense. You never had to take him off the field, and the other teams had to. The other teams had to account for him. 
So you've got to, you know, like, I'm sorry, but if you give me the choice of who who are you going to take out Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, or Clyde Edwards, or slash Daryl Williams, man, I'm, I'm probably telling you, you know what? I'm think I'll just roll coverage to Hill and Kelsey. And if, uh, you know, I'm just not going to let Jordan and Pippen beat me. No, hundred percent. And that's exactly what happens. And, you know, that's how in every sport, you know, when you start off hot and you start winning and you win for a while, eventually the league, you know, adjusts and the mean comes back to, you know, where it's supposed to. And again, that's but here, here's where the thing. they have to reinvigorate themselves. That's where they've got to be able to look at it as, and that's where, when does the chip on the shoulder start to come, you know, when well, and I does, think you how saw many, it. how many, yeah. You saw it, right? Because they played a murderer's row of opening. The, this this five-game stretch was murderer's row. You take this, okay, let's say that you take the next six games, move that to the front of the schedule, move this to the middle of the schedule. Now we're having this conversation in October, November. Oh, what's wrong with this team? What's wrong with them? Yeah, again, I uh, mean, I, I it doesn't. The, but the question is, though, why are these other teams at this point so much farther ahead of us? You know, and they're not. They're not. I mean, again, I, I think there's an argument to be made for the Chargers and the Bills. I definitely don't think the Ravens or the Browns. I mean, we beat the Browns, the Ravens. See, I don't think we, that we I, beat ourselves. I don't think that of the games that you played, like the only one where I would look at the loss for this two and three team and go, they 100% got outplayed that's yeah, Buffalo. sure so they were unfortunate and you know if we want to talk about the ravens i mean that is a team that has 100 has a horseshoe up its ass right now that is a chiefs team that is 13 and 3 that will get lost that will get knocked out in the first <laughs> round of the playoffs i mean look at how this team has won their games okay so they got the the turnover against us late yeah. we're driving 67 yard or no some bullshit. no intentional grounding call no delay of game called 66 right. yard field goal league record by two yards that bounces up and in right okay um rodrigo blankenship who is a good kicker right. for the indianapolis colts misses two field right. goals and an extra point and you win in yeah. overtime right no um, i know I, they've, they've been blessed no doubt you know, I mean, and then maybe they, they, their argument would be they've kind of been cursed at times, you know, too, a little bit, you know, in the recent past, you know, but I, I, I well, and they were also aided this week with a roughing the passer. And if, <sighs> and if you talk about roughing the passer, if we'd switch to the Chiefs defense. So the roughing the passer call on Frank Clark, it changes uh, everything. That game. Un- unfortunately, that is a just a, I, I don't know how you referee it. I don't know how you, you know, yeah, I mean, it it's looks a, bad. it looks horrible. Like, um, but okay. So at, you have an 11 point game when that occurs and it resulted, that play resulted in an interception mm-hmm. and take the interception off the board. So we don't get the ball at midfield down 11, take the interception off the board. They drive, they get 15 yards first down. They drive down the field and score a touchdown. Right. It's very difficult to play defense in this league with all these penalties like how many times do you see illegal motion offset by roughing (laughs) we're going to decline we're going to we're going to withhold the illegal motion we're going to enforce this roughing the passer um and and i'm convinced that the 
roughing the passer call was a makeup for on the sideline where they probably felt like they should have called it. Right. Because Allen went, and they Allen were in it, and you know they were in his ear, their ear about why didn't you call? You would have gave that to Mahomes. Yeah, which <laughs> you know, um, so I mean, we were which they we don't had a, give. We had a call Mahomes. like that too. We had a call like that earlier in the in the game too, to where I think there was a a roughing or there was a penalty that there was a would holding have penalty us. that helped us. Yeah, right. that, that would have gotten us off the field. Hold. So yes, you know, it, you don't want to. It was terrible refereeing overall, and. I think we can both all both go back to it, the point you made earlier, which is they're just a better football team right now. Like there were poor calls that could have swung that game, no doubt, and maybe made it closer. And then in some ways, maybe you're not going, oh, they're that much better than us, you know, yeah. but ultimately they just played more physical. They played better. They had more, everything about them looked better, you know, at, at this point again, but this is weak. We, again, we, we, We've seen so many teams. I mean, so many teams that 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 are hot now and then by the end just fizzle out, and the yeah, act, uh, absolute opposite happens to other teams where they're just they're hanging around, hanging around, and then the last five six weeks again, our current Super Bowl champions who beat us, that's exactly what they did, right? They piddle farted around at the beginning of the season, and then when it was time to win and get hot, they did, and then they didn't lose another game. You know, well, so, we lost four of five the year we won the Super Bowl. Exactly. That was the Mahomes, uh, you know, getting hurt deal. Yeah. The, the I mean, we and we had to beat Minnesota on a last minute kick. Dislocated knee. Uh, the, yeah. We also had that Carolina game that was real close too. We had a lot. We we always have played close yeah. games. So and again, that's the I don't thing. Think we've ever... We're the so the Chargers are winning games historically. They have lost those close games. We're losing these games that maybe historically we would have won. Um, right. You know, I think that the. Uh, you know, get to I, the mountaintop before what I don't like is all this trash talking from all these freaking clowns. Just put some respect out there. Just be make it. These Bills fans, come on, stop. All I have to do is send you our rings, send you pictures of you know the two rings that we have that you have, you know, zero of. So until again, until you get a ring, please stop talking to us. Please stop. Please stop. They had this guy sent this one with a Josh Allen, a meme he, he had made. Oh boy. He thought it was super cute and it had like balls hanging down and it was Josh Allen, you know, mm-hmm. jumping over Javarius Sneed, like putting his ball and it was big and it was big. They were big, big, these big balls. And I go, Oh, I thought that only happened to vaccinated people. I heard Nicki Minaj told me only vaccinated people got um, big, you know, swollen balls. So Josh, Josh Allen isn't, you know, like I, <laughs> so I always got that in my pocket with the Buffalo bills, right. Is that, Hey, I can make fun of your clown fans, which I don't find endearing at all. I find them to be a clown show and a joke jumping through tables, like a bunch of drunken buffoons. Nuts. Number one that I can always make fun of you on. And number two, you have no rings and you're not going to get any rings. You're, you're whatever you did, you pissed off the gods. We, you know, we somehow broke that curse. I don't think they ever are. So until, and until you do stop talking trash, you freaking clowns. Okay. So speaking of, uh, <laughs> Speaking of teams that have pissed off the football gods, yes, uh, this is a team the that has also. Chiefs will play the Washington football team this week. And man, has this uh, has this organization uh, really just covered themselves in glory? Quite the shit show. This is a cheerleader thing now. Yes, I just got briefly. I have not. Yeah. Heard so this the story. so the John Gruden emails. Oh, this has opened up an insane can of worms. Yes. Okay. Yes. So this, so is where it's this still was part from. of the. So, this was okay. part of the workplace dump. The cachet. harassment. 
And so they took all of Bruce Allen's emails. Oopsies. And so get, I mean, this is a, uh, but I tell you, man, this is one of those things where it's like, man, you know, you kind of think about, it's not (laughs) the person that's being investigated. Somebody sent the person being investigated an email 10 years ago that as part of this investigation gets comes to light, which then, and by the way, John Gruden's going to be fine. Um, whether he rides off to the sunset or what his resignation, on, I'm on sure Fox news, you'll have a Fox news show tomorrow, but go I'm, ahead. Su- I'm sure that he was financially compensated for his willingness to depart. So, um, <laughs> he was already filthy it, rich. Yes. He's so, a, he's fine. you know, it, it's, you're, I know. I'm, I know what you're saying. What you're saying is, is that you have some sympathy for a human being here that ultimately was not part of this investigation, got wrapped up in, and it said some garbage shit. But ten years ago, in a private email, now yeah. it's out. Now he's losing his job. But don't cry. But also, don't cry, John Gruden River, because he's obviously well, not. Also, he would be in being, a- And and he is plenty filthy rich and this is not going to be, he can absolutely retire tomorrow and just live out his life. Freaking the one that drinking muscle milkshakes. That's all. That's what I assume he does, but I don't know. The one that cracked me up was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking him out of their ring of honor. Did you see this? Did you see this? They sent this, they sent this statement out about we're an inclusionary forward thing, you know, whatever. Again, and we're going to take him out of this. And you know where I'm going to fall on this, Andy. And they're so getting this is crushed. A good TCs. This is a good T- two C's topic right here. It is. It's it's amazing. So it's right. Okay. So the Buccaneers are going to take him out of their, their uh, ring of honor. Okay. I 100% applaud them for, I love this stance. I love this moral high ground that you're taking. Sure. Uh, now. So tell me. You're gonna you're gonna cut Richard Sherman, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. Uh, you, these guys are all off your team now, right? Like you're right. not gonna you can't be associated with these guys because no. of their Past their history. Brady should probably go too. He cheated because he he By was way, he got caught. He was convicted balls. of cheating in the NFL. So I mean, exactly. He, they, uh, you can't have them selling your your yeah. good name there in Tampa, which is the home. Apparently, I've heard of the most strip clubs in America. <laughs> like apparently Tampa is just as seedy as can Tampa be. Tampa is where we, the genesis of us, because wasn't that where Bob Kraft got the massage? Oh, I'm sure it was. It wouldn't. Why wouldn't it be? Wasn't it? Of course somewhere? it is. Anyway. Uh, so right. he's got to be a Florida guy. I, I listen. So he, tell me, thing. tell me just straight up. Where do you come out on this Gruden thing? I can't, I can't have sympathy. And, and again, all stop being, stop being horrible. Just stop it. Just you don't have to. He didn't have to say these things either, Andy, did he? He did not have to say he and he did not have to put these things out there. So my, my thing is this, like people go through life saying and doing awful things and there's no consequences and nothing happens. And this person is, is someone who clearly has done this. But now some consequences are coming in a time when maybe it's definitely <laughs> not advantageous for him or the organization or the whole situation. But like, part of me is like everyone knew. So, so I'm just, so, so let's just kind of extrapolate out from this and say, okay, John Gruden is sending all these emails. Is this who John Gruden is? I mean, would you, would you say, I mean, is that fair to say that this is who he is, whether, whether you agree with what he's saying or not, this is who John Gruden is. 
So I don't think he was hiding this, right? So my question is like, the all of if all of the NFL knows that this is the kind of human being that John Gruden is, then why, when it then goes public, are we, you know? So maybe that's the the deeper question is like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like you you. If, <laughs> I just don't, I don't see John Gruden as a person that was holding back punches, obviously in public settings, you know, and, and, and I think what's the, the other piece that we also know, Andy, and that I think everyone's had to learn maybe at some point the hard way, or maybe if you haven't, because you know, better you, your, your email is not sacred, you know, and if you send it over like means that is any kind of business related means, like if I send my email through a, a a school district email. Well, that's theirs, man. That ain't mine. You know, and at any point when they want to pull that out and make public anything that I say, I mean, that's their prerogative, you know? So I'm not, well, it was leaked know. to the New York times. Okay. Now, where, where'd the leak come from? So the other question I want to ask you is should Adam Schefter lose his job? Adam Schefter is Adam Schefter shows what those type of journalists do and have to do. So everyone would have to lose their job, which I'm fine with because journalism shouldn't be like what he did in any way. No. So, I mean, part of me is like, I don't know that he should lose his job because then you're going to have to fire every major journalist because 99% of every major journalist that's gotten to the point that Adam Schefter is, does that. That's and I why think we, that, get, we, get I think a, we, we don't get the whole story. We get the story that the NFL and the owners want to sell us. Did you, uh, did you see Derek Carr's comments? No, but why Derek Carr would uh, commenting. Derek Carr would like for all uh, coaches, head coaches and above, that their uh, communication is public. <laughs> He's an idiot. Um, why just shut up, Derek Carr? Well, but his Stop I think it. his point is is if we're gonna if we're gonna you know have these types of things that happen to to Gruden and we're gonna scrutinize these, but then do it. I guess, I guess, okay, then my, that's, that's what well, you can't have people. That would be my challenge then. You Pepsi can't have their that emails then. be public Fine, because then there's strategic things going on as far as like, hey, should we cut, <laughs> hey, should we cut Derek Carr? Exactly. Do we really need that out before? I we're... wish Derek Carr was better, man. He is terrible, right? That all comes out like, but we got to have him, man. We signed him to do a big contract. I just, I just think, here's my deal. I, I, we do this all the time. And I think often, too often, good people do this. Because we are good, we try to be good people and we try to be forgiving and try to understand that people have faults. Too often we go, oh no, I wouldn't want someone digging in my emails. Maybe, I, I don't care, dig into my emails. I don't, I have never said anything racist, sexist, homophobic, anything in my emails because that's just not who I am. So I don't say that. Now, if, have I said someone was dumb or if I've said something, have I said something that maybe publicly I wouldn't care? that I wouldn't love being out there. Sure. But I guarantee you there's nothing in there that would get me fired from an NFL football team in my emails. Nothing. I just don't see that because I, again, I, I don't, I don't personally say anything racist in my emails because it's not, I, I try to be who I am, you know, in, in, in all my communications and all my conversations, you know? So if, if I now have, I made an off color joke again, I don't know, you know, I mean, uh, pro probably, but again, I think there's a big difference between a pattern of behavior and an off-color joke. And if I am in a position of John Gruden's and the, and the Oakland Raiders and they feel like I now am no longer 
well, a when good those... representative of their team, then they have every right to fire me. Well, I and guess, that's that's 100% correct. Um, yeah, on that that, I used to have a policy that I called it the Tiger Woods policy <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was basically you embarrass like, us. Yeah, yeah, if you embarrass us, like you, this is not you a birthright. Like you can't, you know, because like all these brands were like dissociating themselves with Tiger Woods because of the we're, we're selling us wholesome blah blah blah. Okay, so right. like it or not, John Gruden is the face. The head coach is the face or a prominent member of your football organization, and Allegiant Airlines, I believe, is that is their stadium sponsor, sponsor, right? Probably does not want to be associated with somebody that makes perceived to, like that. to make comments like sexist. this. Um, I did hear somebody saying, yeah, the, you know, let's, let's look at it as at, at Kansas city, like the good folks at GEHA wouldn't want their name on the field of a head coach that says something. It's like, well, I actually don't want their name on the field. <laughs> so maybe, you know, I mean, uh, going back to the Chiefs, you know, that team hasn't played right since Britt Reed hit that little girl. Andy, I, I'm concerned. And they put the GEHA on the field. Those are the two I things know. that they have I not. Know. I've heard that already. Oh, I've seen that going around, definitely. They haven't been playing well since Geha went on instead of Aaron. I, I am concerned with Andy. Um and this is something that got Kevin Keats you think fired, there's e- so you think there's emails from about Andy? No, Andy wrote no, no. I, I I've always I think this is what got Kevin Keats been fired, you know, and kind of lost his literally lost his radio station. Was kind of questioning, you know, how hard these situations are, and they are hard. And as you get older, and I think it weighs on you more. And I think like I I just I don't I don't I don't. It's always confusing to me, like what. I would have loved to see Andy and, and maybe, and if our, you know, franchise would have gone to, to shit after it, maybe so. And maybe we wouldn't have had a sacrifice. But part of me is like, just go out on, go out on that Super Bowl, Andy. Right. Like what more does he need to do anymore? And it's only in some ways, like if he wins two or three more, great. But that's the only way that to me, you've made a, you, you've, you, I don't, I don't know. I just, I see him as someone who's, it's just, I hope I hope he doesn't like hang on forever because there's always. I don't this think Andy of is a. Uh, I think this is what he loves. I know, I know, but I think sometimes we do that, but we don't realize the stress level that of this thing we love is really how much it takes out of us too. Like, you so, know, you and know, how much... I was uh, I I was pretty stressed and not loving life for quite a bit. Um, sure. And my summer of no worries was great, but since it's just us talking and nobody's listening, I got bored. Yeah, I got bored. Like, no, listen, Andy, and and I I realized that, like, with my new thing, I'm like, but your health is different than Andy. That's that's right. But I'm uh, (laughs) like, I actually, I kind of enjoy. I enjoy going to work. I enjoy and now keep in mind, you know, there's that whole like, okay, you've been doing this for six weeks. It's still exciting. Everything's new. Everything's, you know, all that stuff. Talk to me in six years when you're doing it. Um, no, I think having something to do is so important. I just think the stress level being an NFL coach, I, I can't imagine the level of stress and how much you're constantly dealing with drama of the in, in the interior drama 
how many times has he been asked about freaking dirty Dan Sorensen and Heffin? He don't even know anything about the defense, so he's like, um, yeah, the dude stuck. Well, he's not gonna he's not gonna answer that question right after the game. I think his answer, like, look, I know. If you're talking about if you want to criticize or uh, scrutinize press conferences, like the fact that I don't know, some they put a microphone in front of Lamar Jackson at the end of the Monday night game, asking him about John John Gruden. The man was on the field. It's not like he's sitting over on the bench scrolling Twitter. Let me check my tweet oh, out. Let me see where I'm supposed oh, to land here. Let me articulate and a thought on John Gruden after I've just done what I've press, done on this field. The press is terrible. Listen, I, I get that. But what I'm also saying, though, and what cracks me up is, is that, honestly, Andy Reid is like, yeah, dude, I just think it kind of feels like, to me, he's kind of like, this, yeah, like, and I think he doesn't really know a ton about defense, to be quite honest. I mean, again, he is an NFL head football coach, so I know he probably knows way more than me about defense. But on the level of, like, head coaches that know stuff about both sides of the ball, I got Andy Reid at, like, oh, he's an off- <laughs> yeah. one of the – huh? Yeah, he's an offensive guy. He's an offensive 100%. So part of me is like, I imagine it's frustrating as much for him as it is for anyone, you know, to sit here and just like from the eye test go, Jesus, you know, like, listen, all I see is this really slow white guy out there just getting smoked. You and know? that's a personnel, and we- <laughs> that's a personnel and coach that that is a coaching problem that the coach's job is to put those players in the best possible position. I don't think that there's any scouting report in the world that says, uh, Dan Sorensen should guard Stefan Diggs one-on-one. He shouldn't, but that's what I'm saying. And they've got a kid that they drafted. Uh, that's okay. So let's, but I know we got to wrap up here soon, but I do think that that very soon we have to start. We can't give Brett Veach the, the Mahomes pass forever. Right. And he has really not done well in the past couple of years with restocking this team, which they desperately need because of the money wrapped up in their star players. They need to have good drafts where they pull in second and third rounders that are playing and that are productive and that are helping the team at cheap contracts. Oh, and hold they, on. Okay. Um, can I stop you? Can I just tell you three draft picks from this past year's draft that are playing? Sure. Humphrey Smith and Bolton. High level. No, we just said. Humphrey seems to be doing line, pretty good. The offensive line has been rough. Nick Bolton looks like he's absolutely lost. What I'm telling you is more along the lines of McCall Hardman, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, let's go with um, Juan Thornhill. Let's go with... Um, I don't think I, any I mean, of those again, guys you've named are busts. They're underperforming or they're not playing is what I'm saying. They 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 aren't players that so so you're so you're fine with this defense then this defense is good well, is what you're saying. let's not put words in my mouth <laughs> well that's what I'm saying if we're saying the defense is bad then what I'm saying is he's has stocked this defense with yeah, garbage I keep, players I don't know man I I probably should be a little bit more upset and concerned about this team than I am because I also go back to the let let's say that we don't win the division. Well, we're probably we're, we're probably a playoff team. Okay. So I think that's also likely. Okay. If you're two seed Baltimore and we're the seven seed, you're hating you, that. You giddy about us coming to town? No. No one wants to see us. If Listen, you're three no one... seed Los Angeles Chargers and we're the six seed, 
No, are you no raising the roof because this team that you just played a less than a month ago, by the way, is coming to town? Yeah. And you know no. who knows what happened in that game. If you are the four seed, most likely Tennessee Titans. They have ex- to make it. To me, if they make it, then they have as good a chance as they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, are you excited? Healthy, are you excited to see this team in the playoffs, regardless of if you're at home or on the road? No, because I don't think that there's really much of a difference in this team home and the road. Agreed. Actually, I think the crowd noise, as odd as this is going, this statement's going to sound. I think the crowd noise actually is more of a detriment to this team than being on the road because the crowd noise does not allow this defense, which is the weakness of the team, to communicate. Because they're trying Correct. to make noise to not let the other team's offense communicate. Correct. And we, we can't figure out where anybody's supposed to go. And, and so where anybody's this at. defense and isn't so communicating. Like and so then you get Dan Sorensen Andy, guarding Stephon about the home Diggs. Field. You've, you've hung on to that home field thing. Right now, the road team is has won more games in this time in the NFL season. You can look it up. But the road team has won more games in the NFL season than home team. Well, right now, now will that change? Now will that change? Who knows? That I think it'll probably eventually by a seventeen week season, it'll probably even sure. back out to more of a half or what 60, you see, 40. yeah, but but right now, 45, road, 60, 40. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Road teams are 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 actually winning more than than away teams. So the, there's a, there's lots of questions to be had there. Yeah, well, so. you know, before we wrap here, I just want to say on the email stuff. Um, Emails, please don't look at our emails. Yeah, we're um, <laughs> we're exempt from all this talk, we're including my and- high-minded. Show me my emails. That was all performative. He didn't Please mean that. Don't look at my. Email. He didn't mean that. <laughs> No, nah, he didn't mean that. Or my text or my tweets. Don't nah. even look at my Twitter feed, yeah. please. Actually, we, I'm uh, it as a matter now. of fact, we have decided that we're going old school and we're just picking up the phone and calling each other. Yeah. <laughs> all conversation. All, yeah. Although that can be tapped. I think we go pagers, man. Go to the encode. You remember my code. Hopefully yeah. I remember yours. We'll, you know, hey, when we're really feeling emotionally. We'll, we'll one, four, three each other. Mm, yeah. You well, know, Karen and I have been back. watching the, uh, the Sopranos. A lot of payphone yeah. usage on that show. So Burners, I think we go back to phones. that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Surely Bur- payphone around somewhere. The Isn't last there? one I saw was in Reagan uh, National yeah, Airport. At, uh, in DC. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was waiting for a flight. God, man, this was probably eight, nine years ago. I was waiting yeah. for a flight, and this guy got off the plane, and this lady was sitting like buy it. And the guy kind of like motioned with his hand like that. And she looked like what? And the guy was basically saying, I would, I need to get by you to get to that phone. <laughs> and she, like, the look on her face, thing? she did like a double take. Like she looked at it and go, Whoa, Oh God, hey, look at that. What is that? That's a, that's a, that's a cell. That is a pay phone in. <laughs> so that's too good. Too anyway, man, um, let's not, uh, let, let's be careful with what we emailed each other 10 years ago. Exactly. Further. Um, well, that's also fair because that's true. I'm not the same person I was probably 10 years ago. So that's if fair. you would do me a favor and just not get investigated for uh, sexual <laughs> so misconduct and uh, yeah, uh, a harassment type of place to. of work and then an email that I sent to you, it gets me fired. This is like the directive I have, Andy. And this I'll say it to you and I'll say this to anybody out there as we're wrapping up. If I, it'll be sad, I get it, but please do this. It's my last dying wish. If I happen to die in front of you, you know, or you're around, 
you know, my last dying wish is please throw my phone in a lake. Just, just throw, throw I mean, it in a lake. You can still get that stuff. I mean, it's not necessarily, they can get it off the server from still, T-Mobile Sprint. Just, just for me, it'll make me feel better as I'm fading away, as I see you grab it and just, just toss that thing. <laughs> Just, <laughs> just the camera just roll won't make sense to anyone. The um, all my right. messages, right? Just please toss that thing. Well, um, appreciate you taking the audible today. I know we were uh, we had a guest lined up, and uh, something happened. Life life came up, so we're hoping to get that guest next week. Nice. And then we have a special episode in two weeks. Episode number one hundred, dude. Can you believe that we're we're hitting triple digits. 100. Can you believe the sponsors let us <laughs> let us keep going for 100 episodes and the, the network. The it's network amazing. said, hey, they it kept just renewing us. They must not. Maybe it's the time slot. We got a good time slot. You like know what I think it is, is? We've got those uh, evergreen contracts that just roll over <laughs> and they have to give us like they have to give us like some ungodly notice like nine months in advance and they it slips past the deadline oh god yeah so we got them in perpetuity right that's the word i always hear on shark tank so we got them in perpetuity perpetuity such a great word all right i will uh talk to you next week hopefully have our guest if not we'll hopefully have fun football talks to to have so all right guys till next week later see ya